0: You're about a week into fall camp. How do you feel your defense, I guess, as a whole right now is progressing? It's uh it's been good. It's been good. It's uh, I mean there's there's a lot of uh a couple of key spots to fill, you know, as far as just finding the right guys that can rotate in there. Um, you know, especially you know, replacing Corbin and replacing Son Taktaki and um getting some key players back that'll continue to train the young guys. But I thought that the, the progress has been good. Some kids are progressing a lot farther ahead and faster than some of the other ones that I thought would probably be farther ahead. And so it's just normal camp. Linebacking core was, I guess, decimates an easy
1: word. A lot of graduations last mm. year. How do you feel those guys are coming along?
0: You know, as a group, as far as its depth, it's probably gonna be one of the better linebacker groups that we've had, um, you know, depth-wise. But they're just all young, you know? And I know we talked about that for a while, but excited to get Zane back, excited to get Isaac Alfusi back, but some of those young guys, um, you know, Max Thule, Peyton Wilgar, uh, Jackson Calfusi, Chaz Ayu, Keenan Peely. I mean, we're, we're really, really, feel really, really good about the backer core. Mm-hmm. It's just uh, their game experience and, and getting them a little bit more, you know, under their belt, I think, is going to be the deal.
1: How can you, I guess, help them build that experience in fall camp when you guys aren't necessarily going live all the time?
0: You know, um <clears throat> the the scrimmage is going to be huge for them you know getting them into it but then just giving them as many as many um, reps realistic you know realistic looks as possible which a lot of times has to just do with the way that you're practicing the way you're changing things up the way that you may be uh, uh, making it harder for them and uh, you know as much game situation as possible but the truth is you, you don't you you can't and you never know and it's just sometimes some kids will get to the game and they and they just—they just show that they're not as prepared. And some kids get to the game. They're just like, "Okay, this—you know—really pleased about this kid coming through." But uh, it's really difficult to know, and I don't think we will until we get to the games. In terms of your cornerbacks,
1: heard Dimitri Gal has been slowed in terms of getting him, himself able to get on the field, etc. Mm-hmm. How do you feel the guys that are actually out there have been doing so far?
0: That's—that's that's one of the groups that I feel I've been—I've been pretty pleased with. Uh, you know, uh, George Udo. Um, you know. the uh, Javell, you know Javell Brown, and just some of those young kids that are coming in, and uh, you're expecting and hoping that they can step up and be guys. There's there's a lot of potential there with the young with the young corner group, and I know there's guys I'm missing, but that's one of the that's been one of the really concerns for me, probably in the off season, just how deep we go at the corner spot. But those guys stepping up, I've, I've been really I mean, felt really good about.
1: Do you like the depth? I'm oh, sorry, Jay. Do you feel
0: like Chris Wilcox is uh, going to be back or? or- uh, we hope. Between. Yeah, we hope. You know, I don't. I I don't know yet. I'm not going to rule him out. I'm not we're, we're 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 practicing and just basically playing as if uh, as if he's going to be out. And if he comes back, it's a bonus for us. But uh, don't know yet. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's he's going. But we just don't want to. We just don't want to rush him too fast. You know. Does the depth at
1: safety help you feel a little more comfortable with that question mark about the cornerbacks a little bit? Just that knowing you have those guys on the back
0: end. Uh. I don't. I don't know necessarily. Right, you. you know, for me, I don't necessarily feel that right, players, the depth in one spot helps out in the other because for us, it's um, you know, guys that are playing safety are there for a specific reason, and guys that are staying at corner are there for a specific reason, and so um, we we kind of like our depth at safety right now. There's been some some good names, but but uh, no. In answer to your question, not not really.
1: <laughs> Have you ever had a scheme for an Andy Ludwig offense before? In your career?
0: You know, or, or have you ever been on the same staff as him? I was a GA when he, in okay. 2008 okay. there. I was on the defensive side, but, um, you know, X's and O's as far as just the type of people, I mean, you know, we fa- we faced a lot of teams that are uh, what we consider to be the same style of play, and, uh, you know, maybe a, a couple of wrinkles here and there, but as far as just X's and O's and the style of play that, that they have, it's not necessarily anything that we haven't seen. but. You know, obviously we just haven't played against him.
1: Awesome defense, is kind of an interesting story. You probably recruited him back when he was at Jordan High, I would imagine, and just how would you sum up his journey and now that he's in the safeties group here for you guys? You
0: know, it's, it's been fun to be around. I think he's a great kid. Um, you know, in, in fall camp, there's, a, there's a, a lot of team building activities, a lot of different things that we do as far as getting to know our teammates better and getting to know him better and some of the things that he shared with the team. As, uh, has been, been really cool to hear. I mean, the story that he, that he came from, which you guys all know, is where he one of probably one of the most, if not the most decorated quarterback to come out of uh, high school football in the state of Utah, um, to, to be at Wisconsin, to go through basically three coaching changes before he ended up at, at uh, Arizona Western and then walk on here, you know. Um, he told us a story about he, he and his dad uh, leaving after their last game at Arizona Western and basically dri- driving, you know, just almost 20 hours straight he and his dad switching off stopping at every place trying to figure out where's where's home going to be you know like he wanted to continue to play and and it, it you know it was really humbling it's just cool to hear a kid that was one of the most decorated athletes in the state of utah driving around looking for a, a spot to walk on you know and so um it's just it tells a lot about his character but he's it's been fun to be around him to get to know him he's a great he's a great team player
1: you like having this rivalry game to kick off the season?
0: I do. Yeah, I mean, we'll play them, play them at the end of the season, the bowl game, whenever. I, I think it's it's always great for the state of Utah to have these rivalry games, but also you know just just for us to um, always kind of have that game. It's it, uh, it's it's a game that means more than some of the other ones. not like not that the other ones are not important, but it's just it's always nice to. To uh, play a rivalry game,
1: you, is it, do you feel like your players have like, maybe an extra added layer of focus because they know it's that game kicking off the season?
0: Uh, yeah, I, I do. You know, I think uh, especially with the, the amount of uh, players that we have from the state of Utah, a lot of them that grew up kind of on one side or the other, and then now here, you know, we have we've got players that uh, have families that grew up big Utah fans, and, and now they're they're here, and so it's kind of flipped for them. And I think it, the the stories for each of those families is, is really cool to have. and and uh, that, that rivalry does mean a lot.